Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. Not only have I been the owner of Mint Mobile for the last few years, I've also been a customer. I don't know if you knew this, but anyone can get the same premium wireless for $15 a month plan that I've been enjoying. It's not just for celebrities, so do like I did and have one of your assistant's assistants switch you to Mint Mobile today. I'm told it's super easy to do at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at hm.com. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at H&M.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds, owner of Mint Mobile, with a message for everyone paying big wireless way too much. Please, for the love of everything good in this world, stop. With Mint, you can get premium wireless for just $15 a month. Of course, if you enjoy overpaying, no judgments, but that's weird. Okay, one judgment. Anyway, give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. Who is ready for summer? Yeah, me either. Well, so I thought until I discovered Dr. Stephen Cabral. Hear me out. Before we head into today's episode, I'm so excited to share some details with you from today's sponsor, Dr. Stephen Cabral, a board certified doctor of naturopathy and author of The Rain Barrel Effect, whom I've had on the show in the past. He has a really incredible offer for listeners today that will help you hit the whole body reset button and get guaranteed results or your money back. Yes, if you have to ask, I've totally tried it. Here are the benefits of this 21-day detox. It decreases bloating and puffiness. I know I need it. I know we all need it. You lose weight and speed up the metabolism, rebalance your hormones, reset healthy inflammation levels, get clearer skin, enjoy healthy body sugar levels, increased energy, improved sleep, strengthen digestion, 
Who's ready? If that's you, this detox has been proven to work for tens of thousands of people. As limit time offer, Dr. Stephen Cabral is providing $100 off a 21-day detox or $20 off a 7-day detox. Head over to stephencabral.com forward slash Veronica to reserve your detox today. Hey girl, imagine a life where you feel supported, connected, and understood. I get it. Being a mom is hard, especially when you're spinning so many plates. We exhaust ourselves trying to create the perfect life for our family. You deserve to enjoy your family without the stress perfectionism brings. On this podcast, I provide practical and relatable life experiences. I teach women quick and easy to use strategies to help them reclaim their identity, reignite their marriage, and enjoy their children. If you're ready to be challenged, then pull up a chair, grab a pen and paper, because it's about to go down. I'm Veronica Cisneros, a licensed marriage and family therapist, and this is the Empowered and Unapologetic Podcast. Is it ever okay to hide money from your spouse? Hi, Veronica. I just listened to your pod, and I have a question that is similar to the last lady that asked about stashing money aside to have as a backup in case her husband left her. She pointed out that she was the only one who had the trust issues because of a friend's experience. Now I'm kind of in the same boat with having a backup plan myself. But what if it's because of my husband? In the past, when we've argued, he would threaten to kick me out. He would make me feel like I had nowhere to go. And back when we would have those arguments, I'd found out that he had been talking to other women. Then I basically told him we needed to go our separate ways. And he pretty much switched everything up. He apologized for what he had done and our relationship has been improving. But I still don't trust him. He really broke my heart and I can't get past it. Now I want to leave, but I can't at the moment because I'm not working. I'm a stay-at-home mom. A part of me wants to work things out, and the other half wants to leave. I'm just so stuck on what to do. Oh, mama, I'm going to tell you right now, I can so relate. And that fear is a SOB. It is totally an SOB. It is so scary. You don't know what to do. You feel like you're literally walking on eggshells, and you're trying to like make sure that you're on good terms with your partner because you don't want him to go ahead and take the rug from right underneath you because it's already happened and it's scary as hell. Those constant, it's kind of like this constant reminder whenever you guys get in an argument that if he gets really, really pissed, he can take it all away from me. He said that he would. Why wouldn't he? He's done this before. All of those past feelings come up all of that resentment, all that frustration. And then those feelings of uncertainty, holy moly, they're like this big dagger to your heart. You're scared. You're unsure. You don't know what to do. And you're afraid, especially because in your mind, there's nothing to financially protect you. Mom, I hear you. Um, I shared from my personal one of my personal moments a while back, but I'll go ahead and share it again. Willie and I were about a month away from divorce, right? And 
even though we were on the path toward separation, back then we were separated. And back then with regards to my story, I know I just confused you, but bear with me. The memory that I'm recalling was when Willie and I were separated, I was still in charge of our bills. And so there I am on the first, right? There I am ready to go. I'm at the bank. There's a long ass line literally wrapped around the building. I have the bills in my left hand and Dalia, who was, gosh, she was just born. So when did we, I think we started the separation in October. Aaliyah was, no, oh my gosh, no. Yeah, it was October. It was October. So Aaliyah was only a couple months. So there she is in her car seat, right? And so I'm waiting in the line and, you know, I'm moving up, slowly moving up. I finally get to the front of the line. I line up my, um, I line up all of my bills and then I hand the lady my debit card, right? So here you go. Hand her my debit card. Have everything in line. Aaliyah's right there. The lady looks at me with this disgusting look. And she said, ma'am, you don't have an account here with complete attitude. And I was like, well, can you please try again? Of course I have an account here. Can you try again? And she looks at me and she's like, ma'am, you don't have an account here. Okay. Can you look under Willie Cisneros? There she is typing. And then she looked at me. And she said, ma'am, he has an account with us. Looked at me up and down. You don't. It took everything inside of me not to throw punch her. I'm just saying I still have those emotions right now that are coming up. It took everything inside of me not to want to throw punch her. I didn't want to cry in front of her. I immediately grabbed all of my bills. I grabbed Aaliyah, grabbed my card, walked away. This son of a bitch. I cannot believe it. Are you freaking kidding me? You closed the account? You closed the account? I've been paying our bills. What the hell did you think I was going to do? Did you think I was going to run off with all of our money? Like, what the hell? How dare you? You closed the account and you didn't even tell me. Here I am trying to pay the damn bills and you closed the account? You closed the account? I don't have any money. I'm also a stay-at-home mom. We just had our daughter. I'm living on base housing. What the hell am I going to do? How am I going to get gas? This entire time, I thought I had money. I'm about to pay our bills. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? I was scared out of my mind. Willie's reply was, I'll go ahead and pay you a certain amount. That should be enough. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you serious right now? You're going to pay me a certain amount? What am I going to get an allowance? Are you, what? That's when I realized that we were truly on the path towards divorce. Mama, like I said, I know that feeling. I know you're scared. I know that right now, uncertainty is clouding your judgment. But I'm going to tell you right now, although it feels like you have no control over the situation. Although it feels like your best option is to run, I'm going to argue and challenge you and say no. What I discovered through that lesson was that I am totally capable of doing for myself, 
even when I have nothing. I literally had nothing. I had no savings. I am capable of doing hard things. I am capable of moving forward. I am capable. I recorded another episode back in the, um, not too, I think back in the day, I've had the podcast for like two years. <laughs> I recorded a podcast episode. Here's the quote. Confidence is trusting that you are capable of doing anything, even when fear and your insecurities are present. Let me repeat that for the people in the cheap seats. Confidence is trusting that you are capable of doing anything, even when fear and your insecurities are present. Quoted by, duh, yours truly, Veronica. I want you to think about that for a minute. I want you to grab a pen and paper. And I want you to write down right now a bunch of things that you thought were hard. And you've overcome them. Molly and I got a divorce. I didn't earn, we didn't get a divorce when we were on the path towards divorce. Holy shit. I learned so much about myself, so much about myself as a woman, as a mom, so much about myself and my identity. And my identity was no longer wrapped around what I thought my husband needed me to be. My identity was no longer wrapped around what my daughter needed me to be. My identity was what I decided I needed to be for me first. I get all of those fears come up, but if you allow fear to guide you, I'm going to tell you right now, you will be on the path towards divorce. There's nothing that's going to come of you being driven by emotions. Again, I understand you're scared. You know, growing up, that fear was 100% validated. It was no it was no secret that my dad was stashing money. We all knew. We would even joke about it. My dad had money and he would stash it for my mom. And my mom when my dad wouldn't come home, we would go looking for him. My dad was a barber, so he made money when he worked. But there were also times that dad would spend it. And my dad was 100% trustworthy with regards to money. And so what we had to do was mom had to get a job. Mom had to figure it out. So mom got a paper out. Mom would go ahead and clean apartments. Mom did what she had to do. And I'm not here trying to position my dad as a bad guy. Absolutely not. I'm just telling you what I grew up with. And so I saw this happen, right? I definitely saw this happen over and over again. So yeah, my thoughts about stashing money were 100% validated by what was going on, not only for my mom and dad, but also with what happened to me. What I realized was that was not healthy. And what it really, what it really came down to was, do I trust myself to get out of hard things? And to be honest with you, sometimes the answer was no. Sometimes the answer was no, because I was scared but I did it. I've done so many things that have been hard. I've done so many things that there was no possible way that I thought I would get out of. No possible way. I admit deadlines, even if it was like literally by the second, I have done it. I've gone to grad school. My husband was deployed. 
There are so many things that I have done that required me to step outside of my comfort zone. And I want you to look at that list right now of all of the things that you've done that were extremely hard. And I want you to freaking acknowledge that. Look at that list. That list is proof that you can do hard things. I was watching a TikTok and it was a TikTok with, I believe it was Tom Hanks. And he was in a group full of um, actors and they were all having a conversation. And he said the biggest thing he learned was to abide by the statement, this too shall pass. It's going great. Things are great. Things are going really well. This too shall pass. I don't know how I'm going to pay my bills. I don't know how I'm going to get to next month. I don't know what to do. I'm in a horrible place right now. This too shall pass. Mamas, this too shall pass. And even though it will pass, I want you to think about how you want to be a part of it. How do you want to, I guess my question is, how do you want to participate in it? Do you want to be, do you want to participate driven by fear or do you want to participate in it with skill? Not allowing that discomfort to overwhelm you. What is up with my body? How did I gain 20 pounds and it's feels like it's impossible to lose. There's no way I can try another dieting fat. Like, absolutely not. Ladies, are you struggling to lose weight and keep it off? Are you tired of trying fad diets and juice cleanses only to be disappointed by the outcome? The only way to finally lose weight and get well is by removing the underlying root cause holding you back. Your liver filters all of the blood in your body every six minutes. But with the influx of toxins in our environment, our livers cannot keep up and our bodies have no choice but to store these toxins away in our fat cells, organs, and even our brain so they are not floating around in our bloodstream. Over time, this toxic buildup begins to cause symptoms of poor health and eventually can lead to all types of diseases in the body. The Dr. Cabral Detox is a comprehensive, full-body, functional medicine detoxification system that gently removes harmful toxins while rebalancing the body at an underlying root cause level. If you are ready to take it to the next level, ladies, what I want you to do is I want you to go to stephencabral.com forward slash Veronica. Again, that's stephencabral.com forward slash Veronica so that you can either get $100 off for your 21-day detox or $20 off for your seven-day detox. To answer a question, is it ever okay to hide money from your spouse? No, absolutely not. Hiding money is a form of lying, deception, and will only come to bite you in the ass later. Like I said, I can understand your fears and the strong desire to keep yourself safe from surprises, but ultimately, this is a form of financial infidelity. So let's go ahead and explore why we might not trust our partners, right? Let's go ahead and explore why we might think it's necessary to go ahead and hide money or, or, or stash money. Well, one of the main reasons why a woman might want to go ahead and have her own little savings is because she doesn't trust that the relationship will last. She's probably been told by her mother, by her grandmother, it is very important to have a safety nest because you ultimately are going to be with the kids. You might also not trust your partner with finances because he has spending habits. 
He has really unhealthy spending habits. We also might feel like it will be taken away at any given time because in the past, it has been, right? We fear that we will be without. But it's so interesting we go to deception versus going towards working on ourselves. What if we worked on ourselves? What if we actually worked on the goals that we have? What if we stopped waiting for somebody to give us permission to live our lives? I get it right now, you're a stay-at-home mom, but what do you aspire to be five years from now? What do you want to do with your life? And how are you using this time to go ahead and work towards it? I know it's not easy, and I know you're scared. And I know that you might even say say something along the lines of, Veronica, well, it's easy for you to say because you have your own business. I'm going to tell you right now, it is not easy for me to say because I have my own business. It is very, very difficult for me to say even with my own business. Do you want to know why I feel so passionate about this? It's because I have not allowed deception to come in between me and my husband. I've not allowed that to happen. Willie and I have had in-depth conversations about money. So I want you to think about it this way. How can you have an honest conversation with your partner to ensure you are on the same page? What are your fears surrounding money? What are your goals? This is helpful for both of you to understand, and it will strengthen your marriage, but also build trust and healthy communication. Wait, Veronica. What if my partner sucks at budgeting and has a spending problem? Well, let's talk about boundaries. Your partner may also struggle with the diagnosis and require treatment from a professional. Your partner also might not know how to deal with money. Willie and I had no clue how to deal with money, like at all. We were horrible with money, horrible, until we ended up going through Dave Dave Ramsey's course things changed. Remember, our goal is to protect the relationship. Again, I get it. I get you're scared. I get you don't want to be vulnerable and you don't want to be, you know, freaking surprised. I get all of that, but you get to do something different. Aubrey had asked me, mom, if something was happened to dad, would we be okay? I immediately looked looked at her and I was like, Aubrey, what are you what are you talking about? Everything okay, Mama? Well, yeah, Mom. But one of my friends, she's living in a hotel right now. Her mom and dad split. Her dad took all of their money. And he left. So they're in a hotel. And the mom's scared and has nothing. And she's so afraid. And I'm worried about my friend. So mom, if something was to happen to dad, would we be okay? I immediately, immediately answered with, hell to the yes, we'd be okay. Absolutely, we'd be okay. But mom, would be, would we be able to stay in this house? <laughs> yeah. And if you wanted to, we can get a bigger house. And I looked at her. And she had this sense of relief. There was fear. And I felt so proud to say that. Mommy got this. Mommy will figure it out. So I want you to think about that, ladies. If shit hit the fan, and it has before, 
Would you figure it out? Honestly, think about it. Would you figure it out? For most of you, you're nodding your head. Hell yes, I would figure it out. If my kids weren't going to eat, if we were going to be on the streets, hell yes, I would figure it out. I wouldn't just let it happen. I would figure it out. Would it be hard? Absolutely. It would be scary as shit. But would you figure it out? Yes. So why would you compromise your relationship based on a distorted thought? Why would you do that? Why would you compromise your relationship because you were incapable of riding this uncomfortable wave of discomfort and that discomfort being uncertainty? If you want to go ahead and resolve this issue, then we got to start being open and honest and start developing a conversation about this. We don't hide it. This Right now, you know, I, I hear you. I hear you when you say a part of me wants to work things out and the other half wants to leave. I hear you. And I, I understand that that emotion is 100% valid. Here's where I have an issue. I'm just stuck on what to do. Mama, you are not stuck. No one has power over you. I know you question it. But there's also a part of you that's willing to go ahead and move forward in the relationship. But that fear has scared you. But one thing that's happening is you're not working on developing skills for that fear. You're not working on improving your relationship with yourself which will then enhance your relationship with your partner. That's what you're not doing. It's like, well, the fear's there. I don't trust him. It's time to go. No, absolutely not. The fear is there. Do I want to work on the relationship? Yes. Okay. Then I need to either hire a professional. I need to go ahead and have a very honest conversation about how I feel with regards to finances. And in addition to that, I need to go ahead and do some work on myself. Willie and I had these conversations and they were very uncomfortable conversations. And I'd like to tell you, we agreed for everything. And that would be a complete lie. It would be a complete lie. We didn't. There is emotions wrapped around money. There is. Money in so many ways can be a representation of security, especially when it's been taken from you just like it was at the bank for me. But what I realized was, what do I honestly want? What do I want? I wanted to be in this relationship with my husband. I wanted that more. I wanted that more than the lie I was creating and building in my head. If Willie wanted to right now, he could probably empty out our bank account. He could probably do that. Hell, if he wanted to, he could probably even empty out my business account. He could. What he can't take from me is my confidence. What he can't take from me is my ability to go ahead and get off my ass and move forward. He can't take that from me. He can take all of the money he wants, but he cannot take my identity. Do you hear what I'm saying? No one has the power to take your identity. If this happens, yeah, it's scary. It's frustrating. It's overwhelming. 
but it doesn't mean that that's the end game for you. And a lot of us treat it that way. We treat it as if, well, that's it. It's the end game. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not. You get to do something outside of your comfort zone, but you got to be an active participant. You got to be willing to go ahead and step outside of your comfort zone to do something different. Because I'm going to tell you right now, if you do not do the work and you end up leaving him, then you're going to end up in another relationship with the same problems and the same thing is going to come up over and over. It's going to be a perpetual problem that does not end until you're ready to look at yourself and work on yourself. We got to do the work. After Willie and I had these conversations about money, we decided it was time for us to go ahead and we, we had to have accounts, right? It was time for us to go out and, and distribute money, distribute our accounts and really provide like goals. What do we want? So keep, kind of like, you know, how Stephen Covey says it, keeping the end in mind. And so for me, it was, okay, I want to make sure we retire well, and we want to retire at this age. And Willie wants to retire here. I want to retire here. Willie wants to retire at 65. I don't want to retire until I'm probably like 85, 95, because we all know I'm going to be 105 with fillers and Botox galore. It's just going to happen. Okay. I went out of track. I went off track. Let me come back. But yeah, we started talking about where do we see ourselves in five, you know, five years from now? What do we want our money to, what do we, how do we want our money to work for us? Right. And so we, we decided, all right, we have a family account. That account is for bills. That account is for bills. That account is for gas. That account is for the day-to-day, the girl's school, right? That's the family account. That's the first account. The next account is Willie's account. Willie has play money, fun money. We went ahead and we devised a plan on how much money would get into that, go into that account. And then, duh, I also have account. The third account is my account, my fun money for my eyelashes, my hair, my makeup, my nails, my Botox and fillers. And sometimes I don't have enough, but I make it enough. Or I convince Willie to give me more money from the family account or from some other account or to increase it. But it's something we do together because we had uncomfortable conversations. The next account is our travel. And that account is specifically for vacations. If we go to the river, if we go on big vacations, we just came back from Via the Guadalupe. We use the travel money for that or any birthdays, right? And the last account, the fifth account is for the kids. So let me go ahead and explain. We have daughter date night once a week, and it'll be either me and one of the girls or Willie and one of the girls once a week. So we rotate, right? That'll come from our daughter date night account, the fifth account. Or what we also do is every Sunday, if you guys follow me on Instagram, you know what's happening. Every Sunday is family day. Oh my gosh. Matter of fact, this Sunday is Willie's Willie's day. So what is family fun day? We go to church first thing in the morning. After church, then there's one person that's in charge of family fun day. They get to go ahead and pick from our wall everything that we're going to do for the day. All of that's budgeted. There's a, there's a certain amount there that, again, we both agree to. 
And then we go off on our adventure and we use that fifth account for all of those activities. Again, this was a very uncomfortable conversation. And Willie and I had different opinions, different ideas, but we were able to come together. We also had insecurities. We also had a great amount of fears. We established this safe space to go out and have this conversation. So it wasn't driven by emotion. I heard his fears. He heard mine. No judgment, no criticism. We were on the same page. Again, it didn't feel like we were on the same page. We were afraid, right? We're 100% afraid. And we were both did not want to be vulnerable to this level of uncertainty because it was wrapped with fear. But through these conversations, we were able to identify that. We were able to open up and truly talk it out with respect and love. So ladies, I understand your reasoning for wanting to go ahead and hide money for your, from your spouse. But again, this is a form of financial infidelity wrapped with lies. So instead of hiding money, I want you to open up your heart and I want you to be open to having conversations. If not, we will be held in bondage from that pain and that fear. We will be held in bondage because we will suffer silently, not saying anything. It is time. It is time for you to recognize some of the insecurities you have. Once you developed an idea of what those insecurities are, work on them, especially if they're tied around money. Bye for now. Many women lose their own identity in the shadow of being a mom and a wife. We are a community of women who support each other. We leave perfectionism behind to become empowered and unapologetic. I want to personally invite you to join our girl gang. It's a free Facebook community for women just like you. Go to www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash empowered and unapologetic. See you there. What's up, ladies? Just want to let you guys know that your ratings and reviews for this podcast are greatly appreciated. If you love this podcast, please go to iTunes right now, write a review, rate the episode, and subscribe. Don't forget to share it with your friends. Hey there, this is Casey McGuire Davidson, host of the Hello Someday podcast. I'm an ex-red wine girl turned life coach who helps busy women change their relationship with alcohol. I spent 20 years climbing the corporate ladder while drinking a bottle of wine a night to unwind. In the Hello Someday podcast, my goal is to teach you the tried and true secrets of creating and living a life you don't want to escape from. Each week, I'll bring you tools, lessons, and conversations to help you drink less and live more. I'll teach you how to navigate our drinking obsessed culture without a buzz and how to turn the decision to stop drinking from your worst case scenario to the best decision of your life. You can find new episodes of the Hello Someday podcast every Thursday, wherever you listen.
and I hope you check it out. I know. I know we've been taught that motherhood requires alcohol. I know we've been taught not to question our relationship with alcohol until we've lost everything. And I know we've been taught that if we do dare to examine our relationship with alcohol, we need to head straight to AA and declare ourselves an alcoholic who is powerless to alcohol forever. But what if all that isn't true? That's definitely not my story. I'm Suzanne, the host of the Sober Mom Life podcast. I'm an influencer who stopped drinking in January 2020, and since then, I've been telling the truth about motherhood, influencing, alcohol, and sobriety. If you suspect deep down that glass or three of wine at night might just be making motherhood harder, well, you're right. Come and join me as I chat with other sober and sober curious moms. Let's laugh, cry, and normalize sobriety together, all while we reheat our coffee for the fourth time today. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope, listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. I know. I know we've been taught that motherhood requires alcohol. I know we've been taught not to question our relationship with alcohol until we've lost everything. And I know we've been taught that if we do dare to examine our relationship with alcohol, we need to head straight to AA and declare ourselves an alcoholic who is powerless to alcohol forever. But what if all that isn't true? That's definitely not my story. I'm Suzanne, the host of the Sober Mom Life podcast. I'm an influencer who stopped drinking in January 2020, and since then, I've been telling the truth about motherhood, influencing, alcohol, and sobriety. If you suspect deep down that glass or three of wine at night might just be making motherhood harder, well, you're right. Come and join me as I chat with other sober and sober curious moms. Let's laugh, cry, and normalize sobriety together, all while we reheat our coffee for the fourth time today. 
It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking. 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there.